you really need to talk to the folks here at Next Level. I've got to tell you, just speaking to the people here, they are fired up, they get it, they've got the right balance, and they're all increasing their income, they're increasing their production. But you're dealing with uh, people that are in the trenches, dealing with this, our practitioners, had failures, had successes, learned from it, and it's about helping you, not just like get through the next month, but it's about creating legacy business for yourself. And I can tell you that um, you are mission focused, I know you're purpose focused, and, and I can tell you that every loan officer that I've communicated with um, that's been part of your platform has been a raving fan. Oh, hey, Maven, what's up? <laughs> Welcome to the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. This is Kenneth Travis and my main man, Sean Z. What's happening, dude? You know, man, I am, uh, I mean, the steel line from you, brother, I'm, I'm living the dream. We just closed out. Uh, <laughs> we're in the process today, closing out our, our best month ever, which we've had this several record months in a row, uh, awesome. helping a lot of families, helping a lot of loan officers. And dude, it's man, life's life's been good this year. Hey, you know, Katie, we were we were talking to me before um uh about the Dodgers recently winning the World Series. Yeah. And you know, like you see those those haters on Facebook and you know, the Dodgers I mean, not like the Cowboys love to hate, but but they're a team that that some people love to hate. And you know, people oh, yeah. root for Tampa Bay rooting for the other dog. Oh yeah. And, and so they're like, hey man, you need you should put an asterisk next to the World Series because you know, they, they want it in a, in a COVID year. It was, everything was different. Yeah. And you know, something's loan officers, branch managers, owners of companies, whoever you're listening to this right now, as you think about that, does somebody need to put an asterisk next to your stats this year? Yep. Yep. Although it's good, man, you know, it's, it's a really good point that you bring up because like, you know, the market gave this to us. Right. It was a gift, guys. Like it really was. And, 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 and man, if you were ready for it and you had staff in place and um, you were prepared for what, what we have gone through, you probably won really big. If you're somebody that was uh, maybe somewhat struggling in the business, uh, you're probably still having the better year that you've ever had, but with some challenges. Right. And uh, one of the things that, you know, I thought would be really cool for us to talk about today, Sean, is like, kind of living in the chaos, right? Uh, you gave a great market update last week on uh, the, uh, the lowdown. And it was really talking about, you know, regardless of, you know, the outcome of the election, we were still, you know, we still forecast to have low rates, you know, in the coming years. Um, but, but there are a lot of people out there that are very content. They're making the most money that they've ever made in some cases, but at the same time, living in the chaos, but also being able to look down the road for five miles. And and how does that work? What does that look like? And really, what does that mean? And I think one of the things that, you know, when we get back to the basics of what we do in the mortgage industry, it's obviously we want to close as many loans as we possibly can, make as much money as we possibly can. But you also have to do it in a way that gives you, you know, somewhat work-life balance. Uh, or at least that's what Sean and I like, right? Like we really enjoy spending time with our kids, our wives, uh, our family, our friends. And, uh, and there's, you know, there's a lot of mistakes that loan officers make along the way. One of them being, right, and this is just kind of jumping into some of the, the conversation would be um, knowing your numbers. Very important that you know your numbers. 
Now, some people may, you know, may may or may not know what that really means. Well, for so me, let me, ask you, let me ask everybody listening or watching us. Let me ask you a question. How much of your day is spent returning borrowers phone calls, chasing a condition, being a liaison between a processor and underwriter, a loan partner, going to closings? How much of your day is spent doing that? KT, why don't you do the math for them on that versus having a face-to-face with an agent, a team doing a Zoom call? Like, what, how, do you, how do you break down those numbers differently? Yeah, so for me, man, I always like, you know, the way I like to approach the that conversation is like, how much money do you want to make, right? And that number is different for everyone. It seems very, you know, very... I'm just telling you most, I guess the number one answer so I don't give is your 10 million, break it down a little bit yeah. less for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think the number one answer I get from LOs is like, man, if I could hit the universal reset button and make an income, man, 250 would be my number. And you're like, oh, okay, so $250,000, you're just working the math on it. So $250,000, if your average loan size was, and I'll just, guys, I'll just do this with you. So if your average loan size is, uh, let's just say 175,000, because in my market, the uh, average loan amount in my market's 175. So 175, and let's uh, give me a, Sean Z, what, do you, what are loan officers making these days? Say 125 basis points. Okay, so times 1.275%. So it's basically- 1.25, so, so $2,187 a loan. Right, so you divide 2187 So 114 transactions. So you take 2187 and divide it into 250,000. It's 114 transactions per year divided by 12 months. You have to close 9.5 loans per month to earn $250,000. Now, the reason we explain it this way isn't to convolute or complicate it. Guys, it's to know what it is on an average per month. Now, we all know that, you know, May, June, July, and August, you're going to be at your busiest year. So if you close 10, 12, 13 in that time, and then, you know, five or six in the, in the slower months, just know that's how the seasons come to you, will come to you most of the time. So if you don't close 9.5, you just give up. But the, but the reality of doing it this way is just knowing, um, you know, it, it's just easier to think, hey, I only need to do nine and a half a month. Let's just round it to 10, guys, 10 a month. To make two hundred fifty thousand—that's a lot easier than thinking twelve months down the road. Um, you know, two hundred fifty thousand seems like such a big number. How am I going to get there? Um, but when you break it up in a monthly period or even a ninety-day season, like Sean and I like to like to work, uh, yeah, and live because you can course correct. If you don't close nine point five the first month, we can start course correcting and figuring out well, you know, what are the four marketing legs or activities I need to do on a consistent basis that are going to bring in those revenues, right? Or to bring in those leads to bring in that revenue. And that's where the real work comes in, right? Most well, then once you break it down, KT, so, so, yeah. so you got to break it down how much you got to close a month. But but then, you know, as you can see here, that's $120 an hour it, right. it is what right. you're what you're making. Right. And then so as I was asking you at the beginning of this, yeah, how much of your time is spent chasing conditions? How much of your time is spent answering borrowers' phone calls? How much of your time is spent being a liaison, being a middleman? You're the if you, if you make one hundred twenty dollars an hour, or two hundred or three hundred dollars an hour, you're the most overpaid middleman on the planet. Yeah, it, you know, Sean, you uh, and like I knew I knew you were getting there on the hourly rate, but I always like to set it up like 
the big picture and then break it down. But Sean, to Sean's point, what was that? You said an hour, 120 an hour? 129. Right? And, and so this is where the struggle comes in, guys. Like, this is real. This is a real conversation that Sean Z and I are having with you. A lot of loan officers, and I mean thousands of loan officers we asked this question to. Thousands, right? Thousands. I've asked, I've asked this questions to over a thousand loan officers. I just know I have. But when when you know what your hourly rate is, right? And it comes to the 120 an hour, like Sean Z pulled up in that scenario, and you're chasing conditions or you're pulling a credit report or you're uh, doing a rescore on a credit report or you're just whatever, right? Uh, faxing something, emailing something, requesting appraisals, whatever it is that loan officer, loan officer minutia world people live in, right? My question would be, and Sean's too, would you pay someone $120 an hour to pull credit or to run to you? Would you pay them? 120 bucks. The answer is no, you wouldn't. So why are you doing it? So, so KT, then what people are going to be like, well, if I pay somebody, then I've got to, then, then, you know, I'm, I'm not going to make that much an hour or, or I got to close more deals. And you know what? You're, you're right. Yeah. But you just, you're making $2,187 alone. So that really means if you go from 10 to 12, yeah. you just paid for a person. And if you have somebody on your team that, you train and they're dialed in. And, and, and I'll tell you the first thing that everybody does when they hire somebody is they expect them to be perfect when they start. And the number one reason your loan partner fails is because you don't train them. So just, just remember that if, if it's not working out for you, look within, don't, don't look at them at first. So the goal is, you know, they take you from 10 to 15. So yeah, you're making what you would have made on 13, but you're not doing the BS and you're really working less hours in order to do that, correct? Yeah, it's it's so like it almost seems, you know, and, and there's a lot of fears and struggles <clears throat> in conversation that we'll jump into real quick regarding this, like this very thing. Um, I tell loan officers, mate, you can't afford not to do it, right? Because they come to me and they're like, KT, I've been doing this for 10 years and man, I can't get past the nine loans a month. And I'm like, well, what's your team look like? You're doing it all yourself, man. Yeah, And they're like, it's, it's just me. I'm like, well, there you go, man. Like you're a jack of all trades, a master of none. You're doing everything, right? And they're like, yeah. So that's called AKA a one-man band. And listen, can you be successful being a one-man band? Yes, you can have some level of success, but you're stunting your growth because you're not willing to invest in yourself, in your in in building out a team, right? Because you only have so much capacity as an individual. And dude, I love loan officers in my marketplace that don't have a team. I mean, I'm going to tell you, every single LO in my marketplace has copied my model. They have, they've copied it, Sean. I mean, they look at what I'm doing. They're like, Ooh, I need to do that. Right. Um, but so we, we need to step back. Cause like yeah. you say a lot of smart things, but, but, but you, you said something before that everybody needs to grasp. Okay. Don't want to be a Jack of all trades and a master of none. So, so we just had, uh, it, it was a thread that you and I were commenting on inside of uh, the CMA uh, private Facebook group that, that we have for, for everybody yeah. who is uh, involved in that with us. And, and the guy was like, hey, man, like, where can I go get a great jumbo investor with great price? Yeah. And it's just like, 
I don't care if you're a broker or a retail lender, it doesn't matter. Like, and, and what I told him inside of there, dude, if you don't work at Chase, who's trying to get their investment accounts and can give them 150,000 Sapphire reward points or city mortgage that if you open it, give them $250,000 and put in a bank account, they'll give you a quarter point below market. Like, dude, just quote whatever your jumbo rate is. You're, if you win 50% of them, you're doing you're winning. everybody yeah. else. It, and just move on because that's not the niche to get rich. And if you want to go work at one of those banks, you can for an $80,000 salary and 10 basis points in the loans you close. Yep. Yep. So exactly right. like, you, you've got to understand your market. KT, you ask him what he does. I, I work with people who want to put a little bit more money down with challenge credit. That's it. Uh, like, you know. He said it so many times. I know what his niche is. <laughs> How's that working for you, man? Oh, it's been great, man. I mean, it works. You know, it's my market. It's uh, I know who I am in this marketplace. Now, does that mean I don't do great a paper credit? Yeah, I do a lot of that. I do most of my stuff is a paper credit, but uh, I do really well on my challenge credit borrowers. Um, where everyone else says no, we say yes. It takes more time, more energy, more effort. And so therefore I'm compensated a little bit more on on those deals for for my branch. But um, but I think the challenge for loan officers, Sean, is that they just they have something in their brain that tells them if I don't do these things, then the realtors aren't gonna send me business or the buyers aren't gonna work with me. Well, FinTech has proved the buyers part wrong, right? Because a first-time home buyer, first of all, they have zero expectations because they've never bought a home, so they don't know what the process looks like, right? So even a bad process could look like a good process to them, right? But then you have loan officers that, you know, they just, you know, they're control freaks, you know, and you. I, I, now what I would say to you is you have to decide what you want. Do you want to continue to close five or six or eight and on a really, really good month, 10 loans on a really good one month out of the year, close 10 loans in one month? Or do you want to have really good income, close a lot of loans, and be able to do it in a very cool way where you still have work-life balance, right? And I'm telling you, I, I've, I've done it. Like, I've been doing I've been doing it since 2007. Is that, how many years is that? 13 years? I, have perfect, I, I got the formula down in 2007. I perfected it by about 2011 or 12. Well, just, just so, like, you you've been doing this since 2003. Right. Well, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it took me several years to get there. Like I had to figure this stuff out. I didn't really have anyone helping me yeah. identify we've we've created language for it, Sean. We've created, you know, processes and uh, kind of a, a you know, just language. I guess language is a good word. Yeah. But the thing is, man, they just don't want to get out of the way of themselves. You know, we teach this like you're not as important as you think you are inside of your business. And, I, and I'm going to tell you, and I was saying this a while ago, I love the originators in my marketplace that are single originators with no team. Because when July hits, right, August, July, June, July, when that time hits, dude, they're so busy that they're juggling all of these balls, man. And they got all these things that they're trying to manage, but they're only one person, right? Well, then they drop a ball here. They drop a ball over here. They drop a ball over there, over here. And that's what we call collateral damage. Well, what happens and to those Kenneth gets a few more referrals and realtors yeah. for a new business every summer. <laughs> this is true. But the reality is, is like you can't – I used to be that LO. I had what I called collateral damage. Well, what, what is really collateral damage, Sean? It's upsetting realtors and clients, right? And then you feel like you're having to go out there 
and find new realtors all the time. Well, you only got so many realtors in your marketplace. I've got a thousand in my marketplace. That's all we got is a thousand and 20% of them are full time. So there you go. <laughs> There's not a lot to go around. So I can't afford to upset real estate agents because I don't have processes in place or a team in place to help me be able to get this stuff done when I am busy. So I just, I just say this, like, and when I hired someone, um, Sean, and I started giving them things to do, I even went to my agents and was like, Hey, I'm investing into a, you know, a, a, an assistant at the time. It's a loan partner to help me be able to get more done so I can roll out the red carpet and treat you and your clients like the true VPA VIPs that you are. I never listen. You, <laughs> I get to feed my family because of you. I get to live in a really cool house because of agents like you. And I never want to take that for granted. So I'm rolling out the red carpet. I don't ever want you to feel like I'm passing stuff off to anybody, but this person's going to help me get more done. Are you okay with that? And I've like every time, yes, they'll be like, yeah, that's great. Awesome. Right. And then to Sean's point, you go into training and all of this, but there's just a lot of fears around hiring someone, some, some, some loan officers, Sean, they don't even want to, they don't want to invest. They don't want to give up that money. Right. Guys, it's a 90 day commitment, right? 90 days. You're not like people say, Oh my God, I can't hire someone for $45,000 an hour. I mean, uh, $45,000 a year. No, that's you're only paying $45,000 an hour for processors this year. Yes. <laughs> uh, well played. Now, hold on, Sean. Hold on. I got something for that. All right. There you go. <laughs> so I want, I want to go back to something you, you said, because you, you're not as important as you think you are in your business, but you are the most important person for your business. You're the CEO. I don't care. Like, the, I mean, I just, I'm a brag a little bit right here. Like, you know, we close 40 million now over 40 million in, in October. But I have a model that, that's different than KT's model. And, yeah. and it like it's just different. Like, I mean, I, I have it's, it's just different. So you got to figure out what works for you. But like I, I don't do a lot of work in my business. Dude, I, but systems build. I love to build stuff. I love to train and I love the handoff. That's what keeps me excited. And that's how my engine works. And so yep. you got to figure out those things for yourself or how it's going to work for you and for your teams, but you have to, but you're, you're the CEO. So whether you're a, a loan officer doing it you're, yourself, you're going to hire your first loan officer. you got some loan officers, some branches and a big old team like Kenneth does, you know, you want to have offices in a bunch of different States and, and grow a region. Now I'll tell you, Probably it than every single person listening on this this podcast right now. I make less per loan than you do significantly. Yeah, but the, that's the design that I have. And number one, it keeps me away from borrowers. I don't want to deal with them. So yeah, the only loan officers is enough, right? Kind of. Yeah, man, Sean, Sean. Yeah, you're in a different. Yeah, and I used to have your. I mean, I did. I me. I emulated your model. And it was, a, it was a great model for a long time and the market shifted and I decided to, you know, create a different model. Still have LOs, but, you know, just a, a different model than what Sean does. And, and I did really well. I don't know, um, you know, compensation wise, our W2s probably aren't too far away from each other. Right. But they're completely two different models. And uh, and that's a that's an important thing in itself is knowing who you are in this business, um, being the cheapest person, the cheapest price, the lowest rate. That's dangerous. Right. I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm just saying it's a very, very dangerous model to be in. You got to be. It doesn't person. work. It, it may, <laughs> it may work right now, but you are dead. You are done. You're replaced. Your history. Yep. 
go hang up the cleats right now because fintech's going to crush you. <clears throat> oh yeah. You can't do it cheaper than they can. What we were just talking about on the lowdown last week too. Some former uh, Zillow exec just got a uh, raise forty million dollars, dude. That you can't you can't compete with Quicken. You can't compete with Zillow or any other companies like that on on the fintech side. So you, you want to future proof your business? You work with people who have challenge credit who want to put uh, less money down. You become a certified mortgage advisor and you learn the markets frontwards and backwards like we've taught inside of here. You know, something else that you can do, man, December 4th and 5th, we are going to be in Dallas for our second live event of the year. Like we would have had six or seven of these by now. We, our, our last one was in February. Uh, so you can go to nextleveldallas.com and, and guys, you will never get the four of us. You will never get Shane, Kellen, Kenneth, and myself in a more intimate environment for a cheaper cost. I guarantee you, I swear on Kenneth's children, um, you will never get us in a more intimate envi environment for a cheaper cost. And you're going to get this because we, you know, we got a social business. We got to do all these things that are here right now, but we want to help you. We want to make your business better. Like, Katie and I, uh, our partners, man, we do really well. The mortgage business has, has treated us amazingly well. Next level is a way for us to give back to our community. It's for us to do what we love to do, teaching and educating. And it's a way that we can help you be relevant 10 years from now and not be replaced by this $40 million that some dude just raised who is gunning for your job. The reason Zillow wants to replace realtors and the reason they want to these other companies, including Zillow, wants to replace loan officers because they can, because it's the single most expensive part of the transaction is us as salespeople. And if all you are is an order taker or a low rate dude, like, dude, you're done. So, and I don't mean to be so blunt about it, but I'm just being honest with you. Like you're, you're either going to, you're, you're either already crushing in your business. You're either going to take our advice and, and come join us. Yeah. You're going to be thinking in three years from now, damn, man, I remember that one guy. I don't remember what his name is, but he told me I was going to be done. I don't got any business anymore. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you're like, you think, man, I'm so busy. I don't have time to, uh, to invest. I'm telling you, you can't afford not to living in the chaos that we're, that we're faced with now. There's no, there's not going to be a better option, especially in December of all times. Right. Like that's still, the least busiest time that we'll probably see uh, in the next 12 months. And so I would really uh, advocate for you. Like I would, man, like get to Dallas. Okay. This thing's going to sell out whether you, yeah, I'm just telling you, like, it's like, it's going to sell out. We're going to have be, have a full room and that's just what it's going to be. The question is, is, are you going to be there? Um, a lot of LOs are like, well, I don't have time because I'm so busy, man, you can't afford not to guys. I'm just telling you, right. If you are looking for, you know, strategies and tactics and, and really a different mindset of how to move forward in this marketplace, you're going to get it from four top level, right. I'll put us up against anybody in the country when it comes to origination, because we're in the trenches and we're closing big big numbers like we've done all four of us we've done an amazing job we are with big numbers <laughs> and uh and i know people that are closing i know other elos that are crushing it closing big numbers but uh this is real we're not you know we're, we don't 
you know, we're not uh, posturing. We're not trying to be bigger than we are. You know, we, you know, we do have challenges even in our businesses, right? Heck yeah. Yeah. And we overcome them. But uh, we have an amazing community of people inside Next Level. It's absolutely amazing. I learn from my students, right? Um, things I never even thought of, perspective. I'm like, wow, that's that's really like, yeah, I love that, you know. But we learn from each other, the values in the community. Um, in the event that you do come to the event, uh, the live event, uh, uh, we're also going to have our mastermind like two days later. So um, there may be an opportunity for you to attend that as well. So anyway, I'll just like get there if you can. So um, I, I love I love helping loan officers. I know Sean does and Shane and Kellen as well. Like we love doing this. People say, man, why do y'all do this? And I'm like, dude, because, you know, no one was there like that when I was early in the years when I was really struggling, um, you know, and, and I was working, yeah, I don't know, let's 60, be honest. 70 hours a week. I was working, you know, wife packing a bag and we'll stay with her mama. Like she was done, right. Something had to change. And, uh, and, and, Kellen and you and I got a big bromance going on and we like to hang out with each other. And this is a really good excuse for us to hang out with each other a lot. Dude, it's so much fun. It <laughs> is so much fun. I, I feel like I'm living my best life that I've ever lived. And if you told me even 10 years ago that we would be where we're at now, Sean, um, in our business, because, you know, in our mortgage business and, and our personal lives and other things that we've got going, did I call you a liar? I'm like, no, not going to happen, but it, it has. And, and it's been amazing. So. Yeah, it has. I mean, yep. challenging as this year has been, I'm, I'm going to look back on, on this COVID and be like, yeah, this is when this, this, and this happened in my life. And it'll be good stories to, to tell my kids and in a long time, those grandkids someday. So, yeah. So guys, December 4th and 5th, next level, Dallas.com. Okay. Next level, Dallas.com, December 4th and 5th, get your tickets, 97 bucks. It's free. I don't, I cannot tell you how many people, a dozen or more people have come up to me and said, man, I paid $5,000, $3,500 to be here. This has been an amazing, it's been a game changer. Thank you guys. So uh, we will always give you more in value than we take in payment. So if you got anything that you got questions on, hit us up at support at nextlevelolo.com. KT and I are on Facebook a bit. Drop us a yep. DM if you got questions yeah. there. Uh, we're here to help you. We're here to move the needle of the mortgage business. And man, dude, we just want to make your life better. So come join us and we guarantee you, we'll give your money back if we don't do it. Absolutely. It's always great when I get to see you. Friends, we appreciate you listening. Peace out, y'all. Uh, see you guys.